Hey, Heidi. Hey, Julie. How are you? I am doing very well. I am so happy to hear that. It is snowing here. Uh, same. Oh, come on now. Ridiculous. And I saw there's like a bomb cyclone coming through on the weekend. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, just a little bit more winter. Well, a little bit more winter. It'll be spring before we know it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, everything's good. Another week of uh, getting into a groove, a new a work new, schedule, a new work schedule. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Nice. Yeah. I look, have... for, I look forward to that. <laughs> it's um, Change is good. Yes. I highly, highly recommend it. Yes. Well, you know, and so, so speaking of the weather and change, I rode my bike. Ooh. Yay. And I was channeling my inner Heidi. Uh-huh. And so the first day, um, because I can't run still, right? So whatever. So I was like, let me let me do something else. And I was like, all right, I have this bike. So Keith cleaned it up. And then I went, I don't know, it was like Sunday at like four o'clock by myself to this area there. It's all um, basically enclosed, right? It doesn't have an outlet really. So I was like, I'm going to go back there. And so I did. Of course, you know, the first day you're like, you know, the next day I was like, oh, that hurt. My butt is sore. Um, mm-hmm. But I really loved it. Like, I miss it. And, like, it was hilly and it was challenging, but it was fun. And it was a whole new development I've never been in. And I mean, not that I've seen a lot around here, but, like, that's what Keith and I like to do. We just, like, drive around, look at how, you know, ride around our bikes and look at houses and look at the developments yeah. and stuff. So he came with me. I went again on, like, Wednesday. I don't know. No, today's Wednesday. I don't know what day it is. Um, no, my butt really hurt after that, but I really like it. And I'm like, yeah, it's fun. I love a bike It ride. is. Yeah. And the butt thing. So I have like a cruiser. So like my seat is wider. Okay. So I don't have that bad of a, like after, like if I do a big day, like nine to 12 miles. Yeah. But at the end, I'm definitely, but I don't, I mean, I could be sitting in a reclining chair and I think, you know, after nine right. miles, your ass is going to hurt. Yeah. But people on spin bikes, like what? It, like, is my butt broken or does is everyone in that much pain? Because I like a regular bike seat. Mm-mm. No, hurts. hurts. No, the sits bones were hurting. Like I was yeah. like, wow, this hurts. And like to the point where I didn't I had to kind of crouch above it just to kind of yeah. give myself some relief. And then after a couple of points where I would sit down and be it, you kind of get past the pain. You're like, all right. Oh, kitty. Um. <laughs> yeah, the cat has to come check out what I'm doing. Um. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping it'll get better. Like as long as I don't create too much of a gap between going again, but I, I was going to go again today when I'm like freaking snow. Yeah. Um, so I didn't go, but it's better. Like I could tell I was doing yoga and I was sitting on my sit bones and it was fine. So I'm like, okay, maybe I fight, maybe, uh, get some tissue in there and you, it gets better. Yeah. It's a, you, you do build up some sort of resistance yeah. for the, the, the buttock area. It mm-hmm. does get better. Uh, you know, it hurt, definitely hurt more when I first started doing it. But again, I have like a comfy seat. The people yeah. who have like those spin bikes. Those I, are ridiculous. Those, I, like I, if, if we have a listener who does spin class and <laughs> has like has gotten past that and thinks that it's comfortable, please let us know how that happened. Yeah. Like, what What is that? Yeah. We'll put our email in the show notes. So, yes. So we now can... have an email account. Um <laughs> Woo-hoo, it's just talkpod at gmail.com so if you want to contact us yay reach out <laughs> you can yeah no i agree i i actually thought about because keith is like i want he his bike needs a tune up so he's like um 
let's go look at seats. Like yeah. maybe we can get something. And mine's pretty comfortable, but it's just right. Like it didn't bother me when I did it before, like during the pandemic when we were riding almost all the time because we had nothing else to do before we moved. Um, not that we didn't know anything to do, but whatever. It was a for good form of exercise. We just wanted to see the neighborhood back in in, in the old area. Um, it didn't bother me as much. But this, I think it's the hills. I think it's just whatever. I'm, yeah. And if you haven't done it in a while. Right. Um, right. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, that is a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if bike people have any uh, hit tips or tricks for that, but yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe I need to put like padding in my butt, you know, get a better, like, <laughs> yeah, I do have else. a seat, like a gel seat that I can put over the seat, which I use oh. sometimes. I feel like it's six and one half dozen the other. Okay. You know? Yeah. Do you wear a helmet? I don't. I don't wear a helmet because I go on. Oh, you go into a park. Right? I go into a park. I'm going around a lake and it's. I feel pretty safe that I'm not like there's no cars, there's no Yeah. Do you know like so I don't. I probably should. I mean there's a sign that says everyone should wear a, and there's plenty of bikers, some are wearing it, some aren't. If I was on the street, I definitely would. Yeah. Because I think it's probably pretty important. But I yeah. I never have. Like the only other place I really bike is like when we go to you know, like Long Beach Island or, you know, in a beachy town and no one wears it there either. Right. Yeah. We all, we're all drunk and riding our bikes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally unsafe, but it seems right at the moment, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a, like I've done it now twice without it. And I kind of feel like I need to get one and just, you know, just to be on the safe side. Cause it is, it's not that it's busy, busy roads. It's just, there's no shoulder in most of these roads. It's yeah. Just... I feel like if I was on the road, which I'm going to start doing because, uh, so Norm, my husband, he has two offices and he's been going to the further office more often, which then he takes my car because he has this, you know, like a Ford truck and it's horrible on gas. So he leaves me the truck, which I don't drive because it's, yeah. I, I just a truck. I don't, but yeah, I don't, <laughs> I just don't love driving the truck. So I'm going to start using my bike if I have to run like right into town, yeah. to, like grab something. I'll, I'm like, oh, I'll bike, but then I'll be on the road. So I think I will get a helmet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went I went to the store with him and looked at helmets and like it's not required, obviously, but like I felt not obviously, but it's not required in Massachusetts. I double checked. But I was like, no, it feels like it should be. And I feel like it would be better. And and then I'm like, I don't want something too constricting or those little I don't like the way they make bike bike helmets. So they have the other ones that like more like a real true kind of helmet that wraps around yeah. the back of the head better. So I think I'm gonna get that. But I think I should get a motorcycle helmet. On my Ooh. on my bright blue bike with belt with fenders and the basket yeah. and, and then the like basket. a full on motorcycle helmet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, do you? Whatever. <laughs> totally. Totally awesome. I feel like my kids got that helmet. They got a, like a really special helmet that they wanted for the longest time for skiing. But you, it's like a motorcycle helmet. I mean, yeah. it's it's badass. You put it on the whole head, you know, and it's got removable parts. But um, it's pretty cool and it's got like designs on it. I don't know. They're really really into it hey excited about a helmet good whatever Ex yeah whatever exactly. got them excited about a helmet great whatever right and it's more coverage than the normal ski helmet i'm like go for it yep. go ahead i have no problem with that it makes me feel better when you're going fast and through moguls and whatever else you're doing that i don't see because i don't go on the mountain anymore yeah anyway anyway speaking of safety i have volunteered so you know we used to have chickens yeah and i really miss having chickens but i don't actually want them like right I want them on a sunny day when I'm in my garden and they're just being <laughs> cute, but I don't right. want them through muddy spring. 
and right. freezing winter. So I'm not going to get them. So there is a farm near us. Um, it's a community farm, like a farm mm. alliance. Yeah. And they have chickens and goats. And so they needed volunteers to feed chickens and goats. So now Friday evenings, I feed the chickens and goats. And you get... <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this on like Indeed.com? Like, where do you find these jobs? What is... <laughs> I, know, I, just, I just know all of the marginally weird people, right? So... Anyway, yeah. Love it. Um, So anyway, now I am the Friday night goat and chicken feeder. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I got a, you get a free dozen eggs every week to do it. Right. Fresh eggs. The chickens are adorable. So there's three goats. Oh. Yeah. A Loki, the the male, and then Rosie and I forget the other one's name. Coco, maybe? Goats are awesome. Goats are, they're so funny. But one of them bit me in the ass. I need I need an ass helmet. I because <laughs> he was hungry. Yeah, so oh, I was okay. going because you open, you know, you get the little green yeah. and like, oh, they get so excited, and I'm like, hey guys, and so I'm walking to the thing. They're not like patient, you know. They're not like, oh, she's gonna put the green in our bucket and then we'll eat it from there. They're like, no. gimme. Yeah. yeah, they were like, I will bite through you to get to that bucket. <laughs> bit me right on the ass. <laughs> wow. But it's wow. really fun. It's very, um, it's like a moment of zen. I really look forward to Friday nights, going to the farm. It it scratches that itch of me wanting farm animals. Yes. Without me actually having to have the farm yeah, animals. And you get the benefit of getting eggs, which is awesome. Yeah. And can you take one of the goats over to cut your grass? <laughs> I, I was I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'd love to bring home the goats. Yes. And tie them up so they could eat our poison ivy. Oh, even better. Because we have a whole patch of poison ivy. And every year I pull it out. Every year I get poison ivy. Even even though I am head to toe covered, doesn't matter. I still get it. Um, and then it comes back. Mm. So, and I don't want to use some no. sort of awful poison. So, I don't know. I goats. Need, I need goats. I yeah. Need goats to eat it all. I think Loki's up for the task. Correct. <laughs> awesome I, there was somebody um during the pandemic when we moved in nearby who got like we were coming to our street and like we were stopped because it's a small um street to get to our house and it was like this big looks like barnyard animal container basically and backing up into this yard and we were like what is that and all of a sudden we hear like we hear the goats and we're like oh wow and then there's a sign it says like goats for your yard and they oh. have, it was like a business and I don't, now the sign's gone. So I'm not sure if they're still there. I can't see quite see in their backyard, but we were, Keith and I were both like, wow, that's amazing. We can hire them and they're right that's down awesome. the road. Yeah. I'm like maybe one will just get loose. <laughs> Murphy would yeah. be very confused. <laughs> they really are cute though. They're super yeah. cute. They got a lot very, of personality. They have a lot of personality. And now yeah. I bring them treats. I'm not sure I'm supposed to do that. Mm. But I bring them like, you know, if we have apples, like we have too many apples, I bring them yeah. an apple or whatever. Aww. I know. Because I want them to love me best. And not bite your ass when you're walking <laughs> in. Like I would be throwing them an apple so you can get in. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you got to do. No yeah. one. Yeah. It's all right. It's not going to harm them. It's... I know. You know, one night they're going to get out and it's, uh, they're going to be running down that main road by that farm and I'm going to be running after them. I'm going to be on the news, you know. <laughs> You know, you know, this is coming. I can't wait. I just, well, yeah. And I hope it comes, the news, you know, shoots up all the way over here so I can see it. That would be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's cool. 
Um, yeah, fun. So I have an update on our college Ooh, journey. Yeah. So it's still effing hard <laughs> to make a decision. So if anybody's out there trying to navigate this world and has any advice, um, I'm, I'm up for it. Again, email us. Um, but for anyone who is embarking on this, it is it is so hard. Um, so we got this really weird situation. I won't name the school, um, but it was my one of my son's top choice schools. And uh, we had been waiting because we were waitlisted. And then he got an update uh, about a week or so ago. And he was admitted. Okay. But for the spring semester of next year, of next- not the fall. Okay. And we were like, weird. Just say no. <laughs> Just don't understand. So I ended up talking. <laughs> the cat is back. I ended up talking to a friend of mine who used to work in admissions and all this stuff. What she just gave me some. So she put it this way, and I thought this was really, really helpful. So hopefully it'll be helpful for anyone else that's been through this or going through it, whatever. Not been through it, going through it, or will go through it. So she's like, you got to remember, colleges are a business. She's like, and think of it like an airline. An airline books a flight. They often overbook the flight because they know some people aren't going to show up. Okay. And she's like, and they know they can also bump certain people to the next flight. She's like, so she put it this way. And I was kind of like, yeah, I guess that's kind of what's going on here. It's like, they don't, it's not that, you know, maybe they know that generally we can, we can swing it. So they're like, okay, we'll, we'll have them. But he's like, and she was like, and it comes down to like, if, you know, it is a grades thing, right? If he didn't put in SATs, which were optional and all they have got to go on is like his recommendations and all the other things. Yeah. He's going to get bumped if it's like, you know, if they're looking for a certain grade point average, which is their normal average. And he's, if he's just slightly below that or below it, period, he's not going to get preferential treat. You know, he's not going to get in. Um, And so I told her like they put an FAQ because clearly they get a lot of questions on this scenario because there was like six FAQs. And one of them was like, well, what if a spot does open? Will he automatically get it? And it was basically they will reevaluate him. And let us know, right? So all the deadlines for colleges are what typically May 1st, you know, when you have to make your payment. So I'm like, ah, you know, this was hard. He was, he was like excited that he quote unquote got in, but then it was like, wait, I have to wait, you know? And like, yeah, they, they offer you this opportunity to do some travel and get general education credits. Um, So we looked, started to look into that, whatever. And it, I think, I think what it comes down to is, you know, this is another scenario where I'm trying not to overly influence, but get yeah. the facts and it's really hard. And that so is, we, yeah, that's tough. That's a tough situation. Uh, very, very. Cause I'm like, how do you tell someone like, how, you know, like my, my gut feels like, well, wait, you wanted to go to college partially for that somewhat traditional experience. You wanted to start freshman year to join in and socially and you know, and he even said right off the bat, he's like, I've always been a little bit behind and I don't want to have to play catch up. If I have to go to summer school and I have to like, you know, make sure that I enter the next fall as a sophomore, not a freshman still like that's going to be hard academically, yeah. socially. So that's a big thing that we're, you know, he brought up and I was like, yeah, good. Cause that's exactly what I was worried about. And I think some kids can swing it. No problem. Right. I think going in spring semester for them would be no, no issue. Like, Oh, I can have a semester off and hang out, make money, do whatever travel. Okay. I I think, you know, and again, he acknowledged for himself, like, "Mm, I think I want to be there, you know, in in, in the fall. And he's got a perfectly great second option that, you know, would be amazing. And 
would be just as great for him. And so I think that's where we're going to go. But yeah. Yeah, I agree because, and I guess it is, you know, it depends on the kid and it depends on their desire to go to that specific school, right? Like if, if they're, if their main goal is that specific school, then okay. But yeah, start, there is something about starting freshman year with all the other freshmen going to orientation, everyone's new together, going in the spring, even though a certain percentage of kids do not return, right? My son was one of them. He started in September, didn't come back next semester. And I'm sure that's why they have this type of situation because they know that's going to happen and they don't want to be under-enrolled in the spring. But yeah, that's hard. Then you're you're coming in and potentially everyone is already set. They have their little cliques. They have their friends made. I mean, Max made friends, even though he's not going back to school because, you know, academics not high on the list right now, although he did enroll in our local community college just for a couple classes. Um, But the kids that he met that year, that first semester and bonded with, he is still really good friends with. He's going back. He's been up there twice already. He's going back up there for an event. Like, I, you know, they say that those people that you meet in college really become you know, lifelong friends. And I think even with just that one semester, that was he true. Got it. Yeah. Because they were all sort of in the same boat and together. And I don't, does, I don't know if that would be the same in the spring. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, just a really tough, that's a tough, it's like, you know, it's like the kid who had to move in third grade, you know, yeah. it's just tough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, they've been through this before and changing schools and things like that. And obviously we just moved and that's been another change. And it's like, I get it. Like you don't want to jump into spring semester and, and like they guaranteed your housing, but like you might walk into a scenario where you have like two roommates and you know, they already, the third roommate dropped out. And so now you're taking a spot and you're, they're like, who the hell yeah. are you? We already right. made, like, we're good. We don't need to be friends with you. So yeah. I, I, I know I, that's all that's a big consideration it really is and then what does he do for those six months or five months you know like yeah yeah well they were like you can go to a community college as long as it's one we recognize we can accept credits from and I'm like no that's not the point and again there's yeah. two there's two other schools that he could go to that have accepted him for the fall for the same program no sorry I I I understand it's like, you know, it's the school you wanted to go to, but if this is the way this is going to happen for you, I, I think it's not, it's not what you, what he, and I kept reminding him, I'm like, it's what, what did you want to experience? And he was yeah. like, not this, you know? And he's like, but it's yeah. my dream school. And I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. You can't. But they're already that. treating him like a second class citizen. Exactly. Yeah. And he was like, sounds like they don't really want me, you know? And I was like, right. I mean, part of me, I was angry because I was like, why didn't they just say no? It would have just right. been easier. Like, this is torture. And and so I'm talking to my friend. She's like, yeah, I hear you. But then this is the business. You know, part came back. And I was like, uh. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think – I don't want to give them my money. No. <laughs> not, not no, I wouldn't either. Right. Like, that – because that just doesn't seem like the best interest for anyone. No. Um, other than the business. Yeah. Like, as a business decision, it's great. But that's right. not what you're making a decision on your kid about. Yeah. No, no, he deserves. And I, you know, I think he doesn't quite fully understand. And and who did at this age of like, you could always get your master's there. You could like try to, you know what I mean? Apply. You could always move because he wants to live in this area eventually. And I'm like, nothing's stopping you after graduation to do all those things you want to do. So it, you're not cut out 
you know, and you got in this time, even though it was like delayed or whatever, doesn't mean you can't in the future. And if you do really well in your bachelor's, you know, you can go and try to apply for it because you're going to have to do that away again anyway for graduate school. And he was like, I do. <laughs> I was like, right, don't worry about it right now. <laughs> but it was just a clue that he's like, he, this is my point. Like, I don't want you to miss freshman yeah. fall semester because I think it's so it's it's just as much as about growing up and yeah. figuring out yourself and life and navigating things that it's an, an important experience if you can get it and try to go for it and again he's got other opportunities where he can so yeah I, I hope he over. I hope he can have some peace with those other opportunities because it does sound so. like you know going plus he has a twin brother so his brother is going to leave in September and then oh, yeah. he's going to be left behind that you know you really have to be in the right mindset for that like he has to be really sure that that's yes. what he wants otherwise that's just going to be really depressing yes if and all, I think yeah all his right. friends and his brother all leave and he's stuck at home with you and right. Keith and Murphy nobody wants that no that's what we get what's what we told them it's like literally the first thing out of Keith's mouth he's like you know you're gonna have to live with us <laughs> And we're moving. So, like, you're not going to have that much, you know, space. So, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, but I could go on this travel program, which sounds amazing. But is it in the big scheme of things? You're going to be with a bunch of kids you don't know again and other international students. And while, and yeah. Climate, like, who knows what the yeah. travel is actually going to be like right now, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But we can do that later. Right. Like, yeah. it, it's fine, but you don't need to do this now. And I'm like, it's going to cost me money to do that, too. And I just. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a really expensive placeholder. Yes. Yeah. And I said to him, like, and it's a three-month program where, like, you leave at the end of August, you come back in the early December. Like, I can't fly you back and forth. Right. You go, you stay. Maybe we'll be able to visit you. Maybe. That's all going to be depending on your brother who he's going to be in college and his schedule and what's going on and what things cost and what, right. So I'm like, you may be alone for three months academically because they do take classes. And so it's like... It's again, the scenarios sound good on paper, but I'm like, I don't think it's as easy and simple as, you know, you might, you know, make it out to be. And again, I think some kids, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. The kid with, you know, he's got some, he's not the best at academically. I mean, his grades are decent, right? But, and he's gotten all these great schools, but like his habits, you know, aren't terrible, but he tends to procrastinate and, you know, sometimes he does need extra support. And so it's like, why would you go and set yourself up for failure? Because that's yeah. what it sounds like, you know, and I'm not, you know, you don't want to, again, <laughs> I know, I know what my kids are capable of, and they can rise to the occasion and he's a smart kid and he'll figure it out. But does why, 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 why put yourself through all of that? Just because you think this is your dream school, like you. I... Yeah. And it gets overwhelming really quick, which was what yes. our experience was with a kid who rolled with the punches and really never, you know, never really experienced any kind of stress at all. Uh, (laughs) You know, I wish he had a little more stress in his life. He got really overwhelmed really quick because it's, it is a high pressure situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, this other choice of school is closer and right. We could support better and I just, yeah, just, oh, yeah. I know it's so hard. It's so hard. And there's so little you can, I mean, you can direct, you can advise. We lay out the facts. We do yeah. our due diligence. I've, I literally immediately was like, let's formulate a list of questions for the advisor. Let's, let's um, reach out to the travel program. Let's look at your other option. Cause there is a second school or third school that is in the same town as his top choice. It's a lot smaller. So I said, we never fully, we applied, but we always just said, nah, 
not going to go there because probably get into this other one or at least try to. And so now it's back on the table and we're going to go visit it next weekend. Okay. Um, if he doesn't change his mind. So I, but that's what I did. I was like, okay, look, let's again, reevaluate your options. All right. Yeah. Now it's down to three schools, the top choice that's deferring you a bit more. And then these other two that you got in fall, whatever, same program. So let's really make sure we're going in with eyes wide open and you make a decision which one it is. Cause you could still be in your chosen place. Yeah. But just at a different school. Why can't they just listen to us and shut <laughs> Right? Like <laughs> Oh man. Keith was like, no, he's going to this one. And I was like, you can't do that. You know? know, and it always backfires. But yes. like honestly, life would be so much easier if they just would listen to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I I think um my you know my stress is going down with everything. It's gotten better, but um, I realize like when I just just in the last couple of days, just you know just things are happening and it's great and all. And we we have a, a realtor coming this week to talk about selling our house, which is going to add another layer. I'm like, I think I, my body's just in chronic inflammation stress mode. Yeah. <laughs> just looks, like that's my homeostasis. Just barely, just. Yeah. But uh, but I'm excited actually. It's the one thing I'm excited about. So that'll be an interesting for it. But yeah, it'll be a good reminder to him. Like yeah, we're downsizing. Remember? Right. You're gonna <laughs> you have this what? this lovely closet that you can share with the dog. Maybe that'll right. be a good motivator for him to be like, you know what? I'm just gonna pick this second school just to get away from these people. <laughs> right. Well, and right because like we think we're gonna get three bedrooms, but what if we can't find it or if it's too expensive, depending on where we want to. No. Be. Now so you're getting a share. get a studio. Come on. Really. <laughs> You need to direct this whole situation. It's your only leverage. It is so true. You're absolutely right. I should just be like, well, dad and I, yeah. Right. We're, we're getting this studio you. in the city. So, I mean, you're welcome to come. I mean, you're going to have right. to sleep. We're going to have to get bunk beds. Is that okay right. with you? <laughs> and when, right, when your other brother visits, he's on the couch. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, it's the most, yeah, we want right. to be It's going to be cozy. Not good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably get three more dogs or something, you know, just of to course. make it even yeah. cramped. Oh, also, we've taken up chanting, so I hope that's okay. <laughs> you know, five a.m. chanting, yes. right? And I'm going to be working from home yes. entirely, and so is Dad. And we're just going to, you know, there yeah. are no walls, so you'll just have to get over it. Yes. And the bathroom is I've taken down the hall. wearing caftans. I hope that's. <laughs> And it's a communal shower. Sorry. I mean, that's right. the place we found. We thought it would be really we, We're really excited. And you're welcome to come with us. Or you could go to school. Whatever whatever works for you. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh. I'm so excited. Or Do you watch Miss Maisel, the marvelous Miss Maisel? You know, no. I've tried once and I never got into never it. Got but into uh, it. I, heard it was, I heard it's really good. I mean, it's, it's gotten a lot of so accolades. good. And it's back. And uh, mm. we're we're in it, and it's it drops like one a week. Oh. <sighs> so, but which is good, which is good. So we yeah. we're we're way back into that. Um, nice, yeah, Miss Maisel. And there's another thing we're watching. Oh, have you ever watched Better Things? No, I know of it too. No, and I the commercials are right. It's back as well, it's back isn't as it? Well, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. I was on that from the beginning. Like okay, that was yeah. a show that I started watching in the beginning. I, it's so good. All right, I have to check that out because the commercial list looks hysterical, and Keith and I always laugh. And I'm like, I remember this because wasn't it? 
doesn't she have a tie to the comedian yes, Louis C.K.? Louis C.K. So they've written some shows together, I think. And then she played his wife right, in that show, show that was like yeah. loosely, I guess, based on him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And I guess he's not canceled anymore. I see that he's like playing everywhere all of a sudden. I, like, oh, no. I think he's totally canceled still in a way. But he's, he's catering to a certain crowd. I mean, yeah, because in New York, like where I am in New York, he's everywhere. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he's, he's come playing back. live. I think he was at our local comedy club. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's not I, he's, canceled in New York. It's basically the no apologies tour. Yeah, he's done. He's done apologizing, according to him. Yeah, I, I've heard some clips, but it, it, it ugh. yeah. Ugh. So, um, but yeah, so she has ties to him, although he doesn't have ties to this particular show. Yeah, and uh, it's but it's a really, I think it's a really well done show. Yeah, uh, really interesting. So I like. I'm really enjoying. This this is their last season. Oh, uh, so, okay. Yeah, so I'm enjoying. I it. I just decided I made a list the other day of a bunch of shows. Let me see if I can find it. Um, that I have to watch because super behind. Yeah. I put Severance. I want to finish watching. I started watching West Side Story, the new one, um, by Spielberg. Uh, we crashed, which is the we work document, like oh you know, right, like right. live action. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Um, the story about we about we work the dropout, which is the story about Elizabeth Holmes and, and yeah, that Theranos. I want to watch. Yeah, I started. It's good. Um, yeah. What's her, Amanda Seyfried? She's amazing, and it. it's just she really embodies this woman, I think, fairly well. Um, but yeah, so I will put that on the on the list. Put that on and the list. I, did you watch? Um, so I watched the movie Spencer. I don't know if you've seen it yet. The one no. with Kristen Stewart. No, good. It's good. I was. Okay. Um, I've I've always liked her, so it, you know, going back way back when. So to see her mature as an actress into something like this, and I've seen some of her other indie films and other things she's done. But even Keith was like, "I'll watch it," you know. And you're you know the fascination with the whole that whole story of Diana. Um, but it takes over, you know, it takes place in over three days, whatever. But she does such a good job, I thought, of embodying this woman that it, at points we forgot it was her. Like it was okay. surprising to cool. me, you know. And which yeah. is a high praise, I think, which is why I think she's been nominated for an Oscar because um, it's good. I mean, she um, channels this energy of, you know, what it must have been like. That's the whole premise. Like, what would yeah. have it been like over this time period? And it's it's good. I, I it, it the pacing was good. Like, there was a movie was actually I was decent. I was very surprised yeah. that I liked it as much as I did. Yeah, I think I'm going to love it because, you know, I'm I'm pretty into royal family stuff. Yeah, I like me that. Too. Um, I love Princess Di, and maybe I'll do that tonight. It's snow yeah. night. Yeah, her maybe. accent's good. She nailed it. Like I was very impressed. And then okay. the you know it's all focused on her, so you'll see like the way the movie sort of wraps around everything's like her point of view. It's like you don't really see much of the you see the family, but they don't engage overly because it's about her and her essentially again, their depiction of like what it must have been like and like basically her breaking down of getting to that point of like, I'm getting rid of, I'm, I don't want to be in this situation anymore, yeah. you know? Oh my God, so it had to be so awful for her. Oh, like the whole, Incredibly, yeah, incredibly. And it's heartbreaking at times. Like it was definitely like, again, they were just depicting, but like you can imagine these moments of like, yeah, no, that probably could have happened. And, you know, and then, the, you know, the, and oh, the yeah. way even Kristen Stewart who's you know could have kids at this point but not at that necessarily at that age but oh whatever but like she being a mother like it was all believable she did a really again i was very impressed and of course like funny enough we have not stopped 
seeing Kristen Stewart everywhere. So we were just watching Twilight is on a lot lately. So like you flip through the channels and Keith is always fascinated. He likes to make, he has likes, he knows I read the book. So he likes to ask me a lot of questions <laughs> and I, there's certain version, you know, there's certain um, movies of the Twilight series I don't like. And so those are the ones that we always end up catching. And I'm like, shut, shut this shit off. I don't like it. Eclipse, new moon, whatever. And, but he's got like a thousand questions. So like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I read it like 12 years ago. I don't remember, you know, right. um, it was, then Charlie's, it was a moment. It was a moment. Yeah. I bet then Charlie's Angels is on and the new one where she's in it. So like I'm like, we're just saturated with her right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's on purpose, but it's she's everywhere. <laughs> All right, Spencer. I think I'm gonna do that tonight. That's gonna be my my evening yeah. activity for tonight. That's You'll dig it. it. First I have to do so I have a new workout. So do you know the Holderness family? Yes, yes, that's the, the Christmas. I know those from Facebook. Yeah, so they started, they they became, their claim to fame was the Christmas Jammies song. Yes, and yes, then, yes. And now they just do like all these parodies and yes. all these funny things. So The I, eating one, I remember, some eating thing they did. They've done a bunch of yeah. them. They've done, um, you know, it's all about that based yes. for, the, for the turkey and like, <laughs> yeah, they do all these funny songs. But through the years, I've just, I don't know, I just followed them. I just like, I like Kim and Penn. Mm-hmm. I just like them as a couple. And so I listen to their podcast and um, I just follow them more as a, as a couple than even their videos. Okay. So they were on The Amazing Race. Yes. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. I saw them on Facebook that they were on that. Yes. So I was all, I was like, oh, and I've never watched The Amazing Race, but I was like, well, my friends are on it. So clearly. <laughs> I gotta watch. I gotta watch. Support. Yeah. So I watched, you know, watched the whole season, loved it. It was, they really did a good job and it wound up that they won, which was <gasps> kind of a surprise because oh, they're wow. the oldest people to ever win the amazing race. Like they had wow. a lot of, you know, there were people on the last three teams were two, uh, two guys and two girls mm. who were all in their twenties. And you just kind of expected that this, you know, middle-aged couple, like he's 47 and she's 45, somewhere in there. Yeah. You thought like, oh, that's amazing that they made it to the final three, but cle- like, right. are they going to win? But they did win. Huh. They went one because they were smart. Like they, first of all, they were really good at navigation. So because of the pandemic, when they went back to do the race, because they started the race in 2020. Oh, wow. And then they had to stop for like a year and a half. And then they went back. and finished. Oh, wow. Um, and so as part of that, Normally in the race, I guess, there's a lot of like you have drivers who drive you or like you grab a cab, but because of the pandemic, they didn't want to do that. So there was a lot of independent driving, but you don't have your phone, you don't have GPS. And so it was a lot of like MapQuest directions, which the 20 year olds were like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But the almost 50 year olds were like, oh, MapQuest, we got this. So they did. They were really strong at navigating. Cool. And then Kim took really good notes. Like she's just a note taker. And oh, so the last um, the last event was having to put like pictures together of different events in the order that they happened. Oh, wow. And she had been studying what they did every night. So she like she knew it. Huh. So I was like, yay, old people who take good old fashioned notes and know how to read a map. See, yep. we yep. are relevant somewhere. Mm-hmm. So they win. Right. So very exciting. And then. After they win, they put together this song to um, R.E.M.'s The End of the World and We Know It. 
but it's the end of the race and we know oh. it. And then like at the end, it turns to it's the end of the race and we want it. Right. Oh. And it's like all of the highlights. Oh, I so see that. That's cool. It's amazing. And because I'm so vested in it, I have right, all your friends. the right. feels, right? Yeah. So here's what I do. It's a six and a half minute video. I don't watch the last 30 seconds. I switch back to the front. I do the elliptical for those six minutes, three times. So 18 minutes on the elliptical. Oh, wow. And I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> the first run, like halfway through the first video. Um, and it's a good song to work out to, which I never yeah. thought of before, but it's like a good beat to work out to. And there's a part where Kim um, bungee jumps and then, and Penn is watching her and he yells, you're such a badass. And then he bursts into tears with that, like, you know, when you're like so proud of someone you love yeah. that you just yeah. cry. Yeah. So then I, that's where I start crying the first time. And then and you're still on the elliptical. Still okay. on the elliptical. Oh, fascinating. And then I cry at the end always when they're because they they finish the last thing and they run through and there's fog and they're like, did we just do this? And they're so excited. And I cry. So I literally I spend 18 minutes on the elliptical now every day, hysterically crying. <laughs> and it. Norm came up <laughs> the other day. Norm came up. So he was out in the barn doing something and he had to run to the to the hardware store. So he just ran upstairs to tell me he was leaving and I was on the elliptical and he looked at me. So now I'm wearing, I'm wearing like a sports bra and like boxers. Like I'm like, and I'm, he doesn't Boy. know that, right. He doesn't right. know that the song is a parody. <laughs> so he just hears the end of the world and you know it. And I am hysterically crying, sweating. Totally um, like, it. And he was, he was, he, he thought I was like doom exercising, you know, just like, <laughs> head up the stairs and was like uh okay and I was like I was like go just don't look at me right <laughs> get out please. just get out uh that yeah so but I it's is it is like so therapeutic I get on the elliptical and basically cry for 18 minutes and work out really hard and it's great so there if anyone go. is invested in the Holderness <laughs> family Right. That's this the is, and my plan is I'm going to do it for like a year because I've been doing it now for like over a week and I haven't gotten bored of it. So, <laughs> so easily you could do so, it for a year. Yeah. I'm going to do it for like a year and lose weight and like get really athletic. And then I'm going to at them and be like, look, like right, you're, because of you. you, I know you won the amazing race, but like you inspired, I'm, if, if, if we're going to yeah. become friends. And I'm I get pretty, it. Yeah, pretty excited. You need to situation. record. You, you, yeah, you've. It's clearly all mapped out. You need to record yourself though crying because I think you need to see how emotionally invested you are in this in their success because yeah. that is going to clearly they're going to say restraining order, but really be our friend. <laughs> yeah, it's. I I agree that it's borderline. I agree that it's borderline, but I I think we're going to be friends. I think we're going to yeah. be friends. Yeah. Anything is possible. Listen, they podcast, we podcast, we could do a collab, you know, email us. We have a new email. We have an email. It's just talkpod at gmail.com. Reach out if, if you like video footage of me and my sports bra sweating and crying. <laughs> I mean, I'm open. I'm just saying I'm open, you know. Right. No, of course. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Um, you know, yeah, I, I don't got it. Figure that out. Um, I, I'll have to check it out. I mean, they're hysterical to me. I um, 
I gotta find. I you know what it is. I would always find them on Facebook, and I've just not been on Facebook. So I ha- they have other. Yeah, they're on there. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll check them out. Yeah, they're they're funny. They're just they're funny. So I'm very <laughs> proud of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, shout yeah. out. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I get I get invested in things like that too. I I feel like I know certain people and I'm just like, no, I don't, but whatever. It's yeah. Fantasy. It's all right. It makes me happy. I know. I do that with some podcasts that I've listened to for years. Like I'll, I'll be talking to someone and I'm like, oh, my friend Leanne. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, not my friend. Not really. <laughs> but it seemed very organic in the moment. Right. You know, and, and yeah. who's going to check? Is someone going to check? <laughs> No, <laughs> like we can get away with it. I've got friends in all different places. All different so places. Yep. It's all right. It's all right. That's the world. Um, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, what else is new? What else is going on? Not much. I'm on a cooking jag. I'm doing a lot of cooking. Um, number one, I'm trying to get through our pantry. Like I've always had a really good pantry store. I'm not a prepper, but. I've always had like a good pantry. Like I just cook from the pantry and we, but that kind of like ramped up the last two years just because you, you know, whatever, our pantry got even bigger. And, but now I'm going through everything to be like, oh, like this, you know, you got to use stuff. You can't just let it sit there. So I've been doing a lot of cooking, kind of taking inventory of what we have and just making sure that things that are going to expire at some point this year are getting used up. And I'm trying to uh, pick a, like a cuisine, a national cuisine to kind of figure out more. So my, my first one is Indian because we go to this lovely restaurant that we both love um, called Mumbai Dreams. Mm. It's an Indian restaurant and the food is to die for. It is just, everything we have there is so incredible. And I'm mad that I don't make that food at home. So yeah. this first time we had a, we had a friends over and I made chicken tiki masala mm, and yummy. garlic butter batsami rice and homemade naan. Mm. And it was delicious. It was so good. I'm so excited. So I'm going to make it a few more times so that it becomes, you know, yeah. one of my regulars. I like it. It was um, really good. Uh, that's awesome. I, uh, I don't know if I can ever cook it but i um i should try but my um one of my good friends is from india um and still she's um a vegetarian so she doesn't eat you know the the chicken and all that or whatever but we go she takes me to one of her favorite places um and it's kind of a a, a fusion indian place so there's there's not just um traditional indian dishes there's a few other other um Eastern, I guess, what was Eastern Asian? No, I don't know. I'm getting it all wrong. Other Asian country dishes that are part of the menu. And the menu is like a booklet. It's like, <laughs> you go through it, you're just like, holy shit. Um, but like, she's, or he's taught me, like, I know the, some of the basics, but there are other things that I never had before. Um, their food is amazing. First of all, it's, it's so not only flavorful, but just interesting and different. And I, I like, I just, I like that um, as well. But she introduced me to, I think it's called Briani. Okay. Um, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. So I get it right. Um, yeah. So it's a, um, it's a rice dish. Mm. Um, and it's, and you make it with a bunch of stuff. It could have lamb in it. It could have egg. It could have chicken. It could just be like any kind of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's so good. I don't even know how to explain it. You just, if you ever see it on a menu, try it. Um, it's really good. And it's usually a little spicy. 
Um, but I think that's something that probably wouldn't yeah. be too difficult to make. I'm just looking it up now and I see a ton of recipes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Cause I feel like I want to get more familiar with those flavors because there's yes. certain profiles that I can just cook from scratch, right? Yeah. Like German, I can do Italian. I can do a lot of like, like Chinese food I can throw together because I'm familiar with those flavor profiles. But I yeah. don't have that with Indian flavors. Like I oh, just, no. I don't know them well enough to be able to just cook. Uh, yeah. So I want to keep playing with it until I'm familiar enough to be able to just cook. Yeah. No, yeah. that's good. So I, I um, When I go, I usually um, try to get together with her like once or twice, like once every two weeks or once a week, depending on my schedule. But um, she makes chai tea from scratch. Oh, so good. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the best. And she also, so she was just in India and she brought back Indian coffee. Mm. It is like? so good. I mean, you make it like an espresso style, whatever. Okay. It is so rich and flavorful. Keith and I were obsessed. We And it's smooth. And I, I'm, I was floored. I was like, thank you. I'm not drinking caffeine anymore, but I'm going to drink this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Worth yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's so worth it. I mean, we've, she's had me over where she'll make like traditional like appetizer stuff and it's like a fried stuff but it, they're it's all good. it's just all interesting it's all delicious yeah, yeah it's all really good i mean i've i've um I, de I definitely go crazy like when i'm there i'm just like i want to try it all because it all looks really interesting like you have to go with an appetite because i think especially with someone who knows what they're doing and how they pick out stuff and like how you know like what sauces like she'll always ask for a certain sauce or two that i'm like where where is that on the menu and she's like yeah, i just know yeah <laughs> and i'm like right yeah makes sense <laughs> yeah this restaurant that we go to they do this interest they close every day from 1 30 to 3 to feed the oh, staff nice. yeah oh nice and um but it just so happens that norm and i many times have walked in at like 1 30 and uh. they're like we're closed i mean it just happens to be and we're like oh right right we're sorry but whatever's happening then like the food that they're feeding the staff yeah. the smell is so insane so we've decided we're going to go one day at three yeah, and just be like, listen, whatever that smell is, can you Make bring it. it to us? Because right. it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not what we're ordering off the menu, which is delicious. But what they're uh, yeah, like, probably what not, they're yeah. making just, you know, their quick home cooked meals. Yeah. Smells. Mm. It, it's just amazing. I, I love that. I love yeah. that. I, and that's part of the reason I want to move to just closer to the city just to get a little bit more diversity in that. Like I just, you know, a regular place to go for Indian food. Like, cause the place that we, she's taken me to is it's like 25, 30 minutes away. Like there's nothing here. Like I, I told you about the movie theater. There's no movie theater there's in no our town. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's stuff like that, that just drives me nuts. And I'm like, come on, this is suburbia. <laughs> and we can't even have like one of everything, you know, know. It just suburbia exist. is a weird place. Cause I feel like I could do country. I could totally like give me 75 acres of, animals and gardens i'm fine yeah i could do city or like you know that's fine like i love i love baltimore i love philly i love a small city yeah suburbia is just kind of a weird place i'm like what is this like we don't have enough space to be productive we're no. not cool like we don't have enough diversity and ethnicity no. to be cool like what are what are we we're just yeah. it's just weird it's a weird yes. place but it's you yeah. know we're not going anywhere anytime soon but and thankfully, yeah. we're pretty close to, you know, I could drive 40 minutes either way and be on a farm or be in the middle of Manhattan, which is kind of cool. 
Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, But you're right. I I started, I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but um, I went food shopping the other day because we had, whatever, we were not around and I was behind and the kids, you know, when we're not here on the weekends, sometimes they just, I come back and it's like, there's nothing left of the basics. There's always food in the pantry. There's always food, but it's just like the stuff that they go through, like the milk and the eggs, whatever cereal whatever that stuff's gone and so i was like all right i'll I'll go so i ran out the other night and went to pay for the food and the guy's like yeah okay and i use my my iphone it's my debit card and boom he's like okay yeah i still you still owe whatever the amount was and i'm like still owe i just paid he's like nope so i tried again and it's like nope it says insufficient balance or, or money I'm like, wait, this is my checking account. What do you mean? So Keith quickly is like looking online. I find another card. I pay for it. We walk out of there and he's like, there's no money in our checking account. (laughs) (laughs) So I hate my bank even more because I did not get one notice. Right. Nothing. Nothing. So I was like, how did I, how did we, what happened? (laughs) Like, I mean, it's not like I don't, I have a decent salary. Like, how do I not have any money? I know what my bills are. And we were just like, we were just going through and it's like, you know, stupid shit that happens in the beginning of the year that I just like, you know, because usually your paycheck's a little less in the beginning of the year because of more, t- you know, the taxes, like eventually my paycheck changes in the middle of the year just because I hit certain thresholds of taxes, whatever. Um, anyway, I think it was like the car tax, my mortgage, because the car tax in Boston, Massachusetts area is ridiculous. The Massachusetts stuff. It's like, you know, another $1,000 a year. It's just like ridiculous. And I'm like, so this hit, like a couple things hit. And then we were paying for, so I, I just, I don't look at my balance because I just don't yeah. think about it, which is a nice thing to have, I guess. But I was like, zero. How did just my <laughs> bank? And I, again, we're getting rid of our bank. I'm, I'm switching banks soon because I can't stand this. Like we literally... You know, the, the credit cards that, and the debit cards that you get today and most cards, like, they're flat, right? There's no raised. Yeah. Yeah, no. They do them in the store and they're raised and they're old school shitty. And I'm like, what is this? And so <laughs> I'm on a hunt. I have found moving into New England area, banks are not the same as they are in New York. And, okay. like, it's a lot of local banks. And so that's what you – it feels like a mom and pop shop. I'm like, I go in and I'm like – what do you mean you're gonna print my card right here? I'll wait for it in the mail. I don't care. I can wait a week, you know. And they're like, no. And I'm like, but I don't want the rate. And they're like, this is what we offer. We do it locally. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm like, no notifications, none. Yeah. That's what. So we have a small credit union. That's our main bank. We've been with them for years. There are like not a lot of perks, not a lot of amenities, but we're, yeah. we're we love them um, because here's. I don't even have a debit card. I don't, I just don't have a debit card. I pull up to the window or go in the bank and they're like, oh, Norman's wife. I mean, this is, it's like 1950s. <laughs> they literally call me Norman's wife and I just say, hey, I need to withdraw money. I don't have a withdrawal slip. I don't, right. They just give me money. I don't even know where it comes from. They, wow. I don't have, I don't know our account number. I mean, I do at home, like in my, you right, know, like right, I have right. all of our paperwork. But that, when I need money, I literally just drive up to the window and I'm like, hey. And he's Give me. Like, yeah, it's always the same guy. And he's like, hey. He knows. I don't even tell him my name. He knows me. And I'm like, I just, I need $100. And he's like, okay. And he gives it to me. I don't know where, like, I, I don't know. 
It's great. Fantastic. Right. It's if totally... he doesn't have, right. If he can't give it to you, he'll help. I'm sure he'll tell you, hey, honey. I can oh, yeah, yeah. No, he, right. yeah. I mean, it'll notify you. I don't take out a lot of, you know, I pretty much take out money for like, you know, groceries or like, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm not taking out a ton of money. Right. But uh, yeah, that's, we have this small bank and yeah, it's, you're right. They're ridiculous, but we're, we're sticking with it. We like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've, I've now, so now my research is based on like, where do we go? and Where are the kids going to go? Cause we're going to, you know, we need to change their banks as well. Cause I'm getting rid. I just hate it. Um. And, but I don't know what to choose. I'm like, there's all these mom and pop, like it feels like. And then like, I'm like, oh, well, I, I think we're going to keep running into this issue of like, yeah, no perks. And I, I like, I mean, you can do mobile checks, you can do certain things, but I'm like, the fact that I get no notification that I'm nearing a, a zero balance, <laughs> I'm just like, what? I, I don't know. I'm like, you know, and then they, they, you talk to them, they're like, well, you should be, because we had a problem with my other son and he lost all this money and we still got, um, someone we believe he was hacked but whatever we're squabbling with the bank about it so recently we've gotten two more indicators that he was hacked because i got these requests that were denied and i'm like see like we shut everything down and we're still getting them so like that just tells me someone figured it out and got into his account anyway you know they're no help they're just whatever so i i just i'm at a point where i'm just i need a little bit more service and protection and just feeling like you know, and I don't want to go to like the chases. They don't exist around here, actually. A lot of the banks, like the big banks, like Chase and they don't. Wells Fargo, they I feel don't like exist their customer Island. service is going to be way less than, yes, you know, definitely. Like that is one thing about our little mom and pop. Like they just, you know, right. if we had right. an issue, I would just go in. I know everyone's first name. Yeah. Be like, well, oh. <laughs> I'm looking for like, I think I, I think I'm going to go right in a different direction where I'm going to go to a New England only type bank versus. Yeah. Or try it. So ours is a credit union and I don't know if that's the difference. They have those here too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But we really do. Uh, we, we like our credit union. Yeah. Well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> he could be giving you someone else's money. You don't even know. <laughs> Does Norman ever tell you like, how do you ever yeah, take You know why? Out? Because one time, so I always, I get like a hundred bucks and it, you know, lasts me usually the week. That's fine. And you know, that's just my, yeah, that's what I do. Um, and I pay for whatever I, you know, gas and groceries and all that stuff out of that. Well, one time we were doing something and I needed to, I think we had someone working at the house and Norm was like, oh, go, you know, get cash to pay them too. So I did. So I was getting like, I don't know, five or $600 out. And he looked at me and he said, not Norman, the guy at the bank said, does Norman know you're getting this? And I was like, so offended. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, well, I was like, it's my money too. So yeah, he's fine with it. I was like really offended. Yeah. I got over it. I think he was, I don't know what, I don't know if he meant to be totally sexist and obnoxious or if he just said it without think, like, I don't know what to think. Cause he's usually a very nice guy. Like I like him a lot. But yeah, he wanted he to make sure it like it, you. yeah, like it was 1950. Like I, you know, yeah. need my husband's permission to uh, take yeah, out money. Like, I almost wanted to be like, you know what? Clearly count. I'm taking it all. <laughs> uh, tell Norman that. How about that? Yeah. See what he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to call him on the phone right now? Uh-huh. <sighs> uh, I tell you the stupid shit like that, like that drives me nuts about like, I just need it to work and be fine and simple and, and not have a zero balance and. Yeah. I feel foolish in a way. It's like, how many years I've been doing that? <laughs> I can't believe. I know that hasn't happened. I mean, that used to happen when we were like first married. 
had a little kid, one income. I remember doing, like, I remember, oh, going to the grocery store and when it said approved, being like, phew, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Denied. I was yeah. like, what? But it's been it's been quite a few years since you know we've been in that situation. Just you get older, things happen. You get yeah. you know, you get but I guess well you manage money. You know what it is? Honestly, it's everybody also like my we're trying to cut the kids' stuff back down. And um like their little subscriptions to things, whatever, and we make them pay for it, but like it just I'm like I still look at my monthly like checking account, and I'm just like, what is all this? I can't. I and the groceries are driving. I mean, so the same thing. So it's so actually just to put a fine point on it. So we're stocked with food. I'm like, I said to the kids the other day, I am not going shopping. Like we have these things where like, I don't buy cereal every week. And I'm like, I, you know, we switch to like, let's do, I'll do pancakes and, you know, other things, you know, for breakfast, if they're hungry, if they don't eat at school or whatever. But, um, but I, I'm just, I'm done now. I'm like, I looked in the fridge and I was like, I got the staples and like everything. There's so much other food here that I was like, this is ridiculous. We're going to pretend we're back in the. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing with like this lockdown pantry. And yeah. This like pantry challenge where I'm like, yeah. we're, you know, I'm making a conscious effort to prepare things that have to get eaten because the boys won't do it. They're just going to eat, no. you know, no, they're going to eat the most convenient things that are already done. So it's really my job to like go through the pantry. Yeah. Uh, and do all of that. And I also do try to stay out of the stores. I try to go to like I went grocery shopping this morning. I try to go once a week. Yeah. And that's it with a list. Otherwise, because every time I go into the store, I'm definitely fall victim to yeah anything that looks good or an end cap or whatever. We also use um, Azure Standard. Have you heard of that? No. So it's this co-op. There's no fee to join. Um, a Yeah. A-Z-U-R-E. Azure Standard. And it's basically like a way to buy bulk food that oh. comes and everything is, they're very upfront about their sourcing. So they will tell you if something is grass fed, it's all non-GMO, a lot of organic food. They will, mm -hmm. you know, there's like links to the farms that they're getting this stuff. It's like just very transparent about what nice. everything is. Mm -hmm. And it comes once a month on a truck. I run up to... Um, Sugarloaf? No. Cold Spring. So I, okay. you know, the other side of the river. Yeah. Uh, and I, we, you meet an 18 wheeler truck and it's a bunch of people who like all ordered and we all help get everything off the truck and put it into piles by people's names. But everything is, you know, it's a good way to buy bulk things. And I find that I really, that's how I shop now. Like I really just buy ingredients that right. we always use, you know, we, and, and, in bulk and keep those oh, things. They're around um, me. Yeah, yeah. I've really simplified our pantry to not like we don't have a we, what we have is in bulk and things that we definitely use. Okay. Um, you know, not a lot of not a lot of variety, but like you can make a million different things out of what we have, but it's just basic yeah. ingredients. Um so yeah. I really like them as your standard. I buy a lot of stuff through them. It's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, they're not too far from me. There's a pickup. Yeah, they have I'll really good. Out. Yeah, check out their website. Like great prices for things. You know, like I, I often find that you can get a bulk amount of organic grass fed things for what you would pay in the grocery store for something way less quality. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the big news around my town right now is there's a new supermarket that's opening. So, and everyone's like very, very excited about it because it's a 
like good pricing and like good good uh good food like good um produce whatever i don't know yeah. i'm like really uh, this is what we're excited about i, I mean i, I get grocery shopping too, but... has really gotten i had to go to like three stores this morning yeah uh, with my list because shelves were empty or produce was i mean it really makes me realize how lucky we have been because for many years i would go to the grocery store and right. get whatever i wanted and everything was fresh and beautiful and yeah. That is not the case. And honestly, that's not the case most places. Like we've really been no. very spoiled for many yeah. years. Um, and it is a huge shock that I I had to go to three different places to find the chicken that I wanted because yeah. it just yeah. wasn't. And I've never, you know, we've never really experienced that before. I've, you know, sometimes no. something would be out, but it that would be like the one thing that was out. Now it's, it's not easy to find stuff. And no. And the quality is like I needed lemons. Two stores, all their lemons were like rotten and soft. Ooh, it was very strange. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely noticed a difference. And super too. expensive. Like, yeah, everything's about you know, like, yeah, yeah. Two lemons for three dollars, or you know, I, I I love avocados. I'm not buying them anymore. They're like three dollars each. Yeah, where we are, I'm the only one that eats avocados. So um, you know, that seems extravagant for my toast in the morning. <laughs> yeah well and i feel like it's actually making me excited to i mean i have a very small garden bed you know two little raised beds but i'm like i can't wait to do that again yeah. i feel like to your point about going back to the holdener's family of like reading maps and gardening and seeds and like you know, there's a simpler way that we have to we can't take for granted and i'm glad we i'm glad i have the skills I don't know that my kids have the skills, but, uh, you know, they've seen me do it enough times that hopefully they could figure it out. But I think I worry about certain things. And yeah. I think food supply is definitely one of, not enough that it's going to completely go away, but with everything that's happening in the environment, it's just going to write things that we were taking for granted. Totally taking for granted. I mean, I used to pretty much buy all the vegetables and all the fruit that we want to eat year round. You yeah. know, I mean, something, you know, strawberries, probably not in January because they'd be crazy expensive. But for the most part, there was really nothing. And then the garden, would I've always had a big garden and the garden would come and that was just like bonus. Like, yay. Right. This year, I'm definitely looking at the garden differently. There are many things that I am not buying now because they're either not available right. or they're super expensive and the quality is just totally disappointing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm looking forward to my garden in a whole new way because we literally haven't eaten tomatoes in months because they're not good and really expensive. Yeah. Um, and so I'm looking forward to my garden to really have those things again and then also preserve. So I've always done canning, but I've only done water bath canning. Mm -hmm. I've never done pressure canning, which would be how you would do green beans or, beer, beans or meat or any of those things like um Water bath canning is basically for things that have like a high sugar. Mm -hmm. So applesauce, um, tomatoes, because they have a lot of acidic things that are just safer to can. Yeah. So I'm looking into getting a pressure canner now to do that. Um, cool. Yeah. So I know it's it's like there's a little bit of a change there, but I don't think it's necessary. Like it's a little scary and it's definitely not what we were used to. But what we were used to really wasn't yeah. what you should maybe be used to. No. You know, we really should have more 
independence with our food and more self-reliance and yeah those it's that whole thing about the pendulum swinging too far the other way and now it needs to come back and kind of reset and I yeah think it's yeah it's everything i mean i think this whole oil situation going on gas all of that to me is like yeah good let's reset because we've yeah. been too reliant and we need to shift and we need to focus and if this is what it takes and we have to bite the bullet for a little while. Like, it's funny, I, you know, I made the joke about like, we're, you know, we're allowed to go back into the office now and um, we don't have to wear masks soon. And, um, and I'm like, but it's too expensive to get there. Yeah. And so companies are still going to have to, in my view, still be a little bit flexible over the next couple of weeks as we go through this. But even then, like, I think the, the hybrid situation is going to be necessary because things are going to get more expensive. Inflation's gone up. The cost of food has gone up. Everything's gone up. So yeah. we're just going to have to manage things differently. And being in the office nine to five, I'm bringing my lunch. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Unless they're giving it to me for free. <laughs> I know. I've gone. So I work two days a week and I do bring, you know, lunch and I've gone just old school peanut butter and jelly. Mm. And I, I love it because my husband brings peanut butter and jelly to work. All that he loves peanut butter and jelly. Like yeah, he, I mean, I make him more elaborate lunches frequently, but he's yeah. totally happy with peanut butter and jelly. And I always kind of thought, like, really? Like, I don't know. I'd want something different. Nope. Peanut butter and jelly is a fantastic midday lunch when you're working. You can eat it at your desk. It's quite it's delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, agreed. It's agreed. cheap. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it cost me almost 50. I had a little more than a quarter of a tank of gas. I don't have a big car. I have like a Honda CRV. It's not a huge car. I think it holds like 13 gallons. It was like over $50. Ugh. And I wasn't even on empty. I had like a quarter of a tank left. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we've got to drive next weekend for five hours and I'm not looking forward to that because no. I'm like, that's going to be an expensive trip. Yeah. So I don't know. I have to cancel it. <laughs> I just don't know what I want to do. Um, well, on that really cheery note. Uh, on that really cheery note. Um, like, well, you can find us. You can contact us at yeah. it's just talk pod at gmail.com. So reach out. <laughs> we want to hear from you. And you can find me at Red Barn Heidi on Instagram. If you want to see what I'm up to during the week. You won't be able to find me. <laughs> you can you can email. You can email. Yeah, email. I'll answer all your questions via email or on the pod. On the pod. Well, we can't have guests, so we could go that route too. We so if anybody's, you know, really out there itching to be a guest, just let us know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, have a good week. Yes, I I'll will. I'll talk to you later. Yep. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.